0: New South Wales Aboriginal Affairs Minister says he hopes to pass laws setting up the framework for treaty negotiations before the next election. The state is among the last of the Australian jurisdictions to begin a process towards treaty, despite having the largest Indigenous population of any Australian state. David Harris has told a parliamentary inquiry Labor is looking to set up an independent treaty commission by mid-2024 to guide the government's substantive consultations with Indigenous people. He says he would then aspire to bring the Parliament a proposal with a process to negotiate in this term of government. New South Wales is home to 278,000 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and 35 Aboriginal languages. Indigenous leader and prominent Yes campaigner for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament, Thomas Mayo, says opposition leader Peter Dutton has a lot to answer for. It comes after the end of a week of silence from Indigenous Yes campaigners following the defeat of the Voice referendum held on October the 14th. Mr Mayo has told the Saturday's paper, 7am podcast, social media played a very important role in getting the support of the government. But that support ended when the No campaign pushed a particular line.
1: Social media was important to spreading the word and getting the momentum, the momentum to get one side of government to have the courage and vision to put it to the Australian people. And there was very little racism or attacks in that entire time and it lifted when a leader of this country falsely claimed that it would re-racialise Australia.
0: There's a call to seriously examine racism in Australian society after the failure of the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum. Questions are being raised about the future of reconciliation since the Voice to Parliament proposal was rejected at the referendum earlier this month. More than 60% of voters voted no, and the no vote received a majority of votes in every state and territory bar the ACT. Teela Reid is a Sydney-based lawyer and prominent Indigenous activist. She's told NITV's The Point program this week she believes racism is in a lot of parts of Australian life. When our people
2: have pursued reconciliation in good faith, in this instance, and overwhelmingly what we saw the nation uh, reject that good offer in good faith, Um, I think it leaves us all in a very uncertain situation um, where we are now, I think, a nation that has to have a serious reckoning with the way in which racism infiltrates so many parts of our
0: lives. A new role is to be created in Western Australia's Department of Corrective Services with a mandate to focus on youth detention following the recent death of an Indigenous teen in an adult prison. Minister Paul Papalia says the new Deputy Commissioner role is required because corrective services has been confronted by a series of critical incidents and crises over the past two years and juvenile detention is suffering. But those moves have been criticised by the Greens' First Nations spokeswoman, Senator Dorinda Cox, who says personal changes so far, including the standing down of the Commissioner and the suspension of a prison guard pending the outcome of an inquiry, are purely symbolic. I am calling for the
2: West Australian Government to immediately close Unit 18 Mm -hmm. at Casuarina Prison. And I want to say this to the West Australian Government, you're asleep at the wheel. Because this justice system has lost all control. It is out of control. And somebody needs to intervene.
0: Hundreds of people have taken to the streets of Perth to protest the death of an Aboriginal teenager who was locked up in the notorious Unit 18 Youth Detention Centre. Accusing the Western Australian government of betraying Aboriginal people, family and friends of the 16-year-old demanded the immediate shutdown of the facility. Kieran Cox reports.
1: More than 300 people rallied in Perth CBD to demand justice for 16-year-old Cleveland Dodd. This is what it's all about. The teenager died in hospital after he was found unresponsive in his cell in Unit 18 at Kazarina Prison. He only made it to to 16 only because of the Unit 18. And it's not right. His life got stolen from us because they call it justice. It's not justice. A minute's silence was observed before speakers took to the stage accusing the WA justice system of failing Aboriginal people.
3: Just when we think the barrel for Aboriginal justice in this country can't get any deeper, what do they do? They kill the first Aboriginal child in the own prison. A history we don't want.
1: The rally also took aim at Premier Roger Cook. Despite his admission, Unit 18 was a mistake.
2: We say that Roger Cook, he's
1: meant to be a friend of ours because he's turned around and worked with Indigenous people.
0: Time in, time out. Well, he has betrayed our people.
1: WA's Corrective Services Commissioner was sacked in the wake of Cleveland Dodd's death and a staff member at the prison suspended amid reports they were asleep when the teenager self-harmed in his cell. You know, they don't care about the welfare of our kids and that shows with the rolling lockdowns and the lack of programs, the lack of support and healing, and the fact that there are no elders or community allowed to go in there and work
2: with these kids.
1: Another call for generational change. Karen Cox, NITV News.
0: Six paintings by Indigenous artist Albert Namajira have been stolen from a home in Adelaide. South Australian police have revealed the Australian Outback landscape artworks were taken during a break-in at Glenelg East in Adelaide on October 13, along with personal documents and several opals. Namajira became the first Aboriginal artist to paint the land in Western-style watercolours in the 1930s. His style, as well as those of fellow artists of the time, became known as the Hermansburg School after the mission at Hermansburg in the Northern Territory where he grew up. More than a dozen models of colour have declared they are boycotting Melbourne Fashion Week in response to multiple instances of racism they say they have experienced across the wider Australian fashion industry. Some of the 13 models have turned down offers to appear at the event, while others refuse to participate in casting calls. A spokesperson for the models say they have been paid significantly less than white models and alleges that racial slurs have been used by a photographer, while some hairdressers have talked in derogatory terms about African hair. She says generally speaking, diversity remains a significant issue. I do think that it's not inclusive enough to make models want to have a career here in Australia. I don't believe
2: Australia is very diverse um, and we have seen this
0: from a few models who have left Australia so then they can make it in the industry an Aboriginal community in central west New South Wales, have opened a brand new community hub. The multi-purpose space is hoped to be a place for mob to gather as well as bring vital services back to the community that have over the years had to relocate. Ricky Kirby reports.
3: It's a project several years in the making. What was initially intended to be in addition to the Murrin Bridge Preschool has morphed into a new space for the entire community.
0: This space is beautiful now. It's finished, um, but it was a long time in coming.
3: The new community hub is an extension to what was an already existing preschool and will provide community members with multi-purpose facilities for events and gatherings, as well as a range of outreach services.
2: It was only just the one building. Now there's uh, two big extra buildings my important.
0: It's going to be good
2: for yeah. everyone.
0: And this space is a safe space for, for adults and children. Um, services will come out here, saving them travel time for appointments and that. Um, the doctor hopes to have clinics out here um, ready that's already here. We'll have an office here, so it'll be one-stop shopping for the for Murrenbridge community.
3: The community hub project was led by the University of Technology Sydney's School of Architecture in partnership with the Murren Bridge community and with support from the government.
1: There is a, a real kind of social responsibility for these for big institutions like UTS to to contribute, um, you know, to to the regions. Um, so yeah, I think it was you know still really reciprocal in in some ways in that um, we learnt a lot and. And and the community have been, um, you know, super inviting to to us and
3: and it's been been built over a a long period of time. In addition to bringing vital services back to the community, the project has expanded the number of places available at the preschool.
1: It's going to be good for the community, the children. Um, It'll help us all come together. Proud. Proud of what we achieved
3: New space for new opportunity. Ricky Kirby, NITV News.
0: And First Nations artists and performers from across the country have joined forces to unpack Australia's history of colonisation in song. It's the first time Jane Harrison's award-winning story, The Visitors, has been turned into an opera, which hopes it will foster understanding and reconciliation. Brianna Piazza reports.
2: Is with the
1: finest scale.
2: To fight or to let them stay. This is what clan leaders must decide as they watch British ships arrive on January 26, 1788. The Visitors delves into the discussions that could have taken place on the date that forever changed life for First Nations people in Australia. During this period of time in history, it's been really Um, crucial for us to be together telling this story Um, and, you know, there's six Indigenous artists and then there's an Indigenous Samoan artist performing with us as well. Whichever way they initially vote, everyone must ultimately agree.
1: I told you, we don't want them here. Gordon is the one that is absolutely against the visitor's landing. So, the whole play, it's him trying to convince the others to, to shoo them away or fight them.
3: It shows a level of organisation and democracy um, and a system uh, that was in place here in Australia for thousands and thousands of years.
2: The production is based on Jane Harrison's original play and novel of the same name. It's the first time The Visitors has been adapted for opera. Oh, it's Every country has one issue that they haven't quite resolved, I believe, and I think in Australia it's colonisation for us. And so we haven't come to terms with that. The production incorporates humour to explore the issue. It also blends modernist music with Aboriginal elements. Brianna Piazza, NITV News.
0: And that is NITV's news wrap-up of the week. (laughs) Go, <laughs>